This is the Chamber Chat Podcast, the show dedicated to chamber professionals to spark ideas and to get actionable tips and strategies to better serve your members and community. And now your host, he's a fan of Bitcoin. He's my dad, Brendan Burton. Hello, Chamber Champions. Welcome to the Chamber Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Burton, and it is my goal to introduce you to people and ideas to better help you serve your chamber members and your community. Our title sponsor for this episode is Holman Brothers Membership Sales Solutions. Is your chamber struggling to drive the revenue it needs to support your initiatives? It's a common problem, and one that our new title sponsor, Holman Brothers Membership Sales Solutions, knows a lot about. Doug and Bill Holman aren't just sales consultants, they're real-life chamber guys with 20-plus years of chamber leadership experience. They know how to diagnose and solve member recruiting issues faster and better than anyone else, and they're ready to put that knowledge to work for you and your chamber. Call the Holman Brothers today at 619 852 1391 or check them out at holmanbros.com. That's H-O-L-M-A-N-B-R-O-S.com. Our guest for this episode is Gina Sudam. She's the president of the Wyoming County Chamber of Commerce in Pennsylvania, where she works in a variety with a variety of businesses in rural Northeast Pennsylvania. Gina believes a strong community leads to better quality of life for residents of Wyoming County and the surrounding Endless Mountains region. Over the past eight years in her position, she's facilitated the development of natural gas utility service to the Wyoming County seat of Tunkhannock. Working with the county commissioners, borough council, chamber board of directors, UGI utilities, and Cabot Oil and Gas Corporation. Gina encouraged public-private partnerships, securing $2 million in grant funding from the Pennsylvania Department of Community and Economic Development to launch this development and bring natural gas service to residents and businesses in Tunkhannock. Currently, Gina is collaborating with several other Wyoming County organizations on a Community Heart and Soul Initiative, a humanities-based approach to community planning sponsored in part by the Pennsylvania Humanities Council. Gina facilitates Leadership Wyoming, a regional leadership program, which she implemented to to develop a more complete awareness of Wyoming County's industries amongst local professionals. In 2021 to 22, Gina will lead new initiatives to engage youth with local workforce and structure an economic development council to identify sites for potential development. Gina, I'm thrilled to have you with me today on Chamber Chat Podcast. And if you would, just take a moment to say hello to all the Chamber Champions that are out there listening and share something interesting about yourself so you can get to know you a little bit better. Sure. Well, hello, Brandon, and thank you for having me on the show. And thank you to all of our Chamber Champions out there. It's uh, it's great to be here with you today and great uh, to to talk with you after we've had such a crazy past, you know, two years in the in the chamber world and in the business world in general. But uh, it's great to be here today. Um, something interesting about myself. So I was born and raised in Wyoming County, and I grew up on a very small dairy farm. So I come from, you know, kind of very humble rural beginnings and uh, being here as a part of our chamber now seeing industry kind of take off here in our area has been really exciting for me. 
um, when I grew up in our town, there was really nothing to do right now. I have three teenagers who tell me there's nothing to do here. And I just shake my head. <laughs> <laughs> if you only knew when I was a kid. Yeah. Right. Was and, then, <laughs> and then you feel like it really old and say back when. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, that is something special though, to be able to to work at the chamber where you grew up. Yeah. And that that's your community. So that's a, a rarity to see that in the chamber industry. So that, that is pretty neat. Yeah. So share with us a little bit more about your chamber, kind of size, um, scope, uh, sure. staff, budget, that sort of thing, just we can kind of get into our discussion. Sure. So um, our chamber is... Um, a county-wide chamber. We are the only chamber in our county. Um, our county total population is about 27,000. So our chamber remains small. We're at about 360 members. Um, we have uh, three, uh, two full-time staff and a part-time staff person. And then um, our budget is roughly about 250,000, but I'm gonna talk about some interesting things today that uh, will allow me to have a, about a $350,000 budget next year, right? So it's um, it, we're very excited about the movement and things that we're doing here in, in Wyoming County to help grow our community. Um, but again, I think that um, size, right, doesn't matter in, you know, in the chamber industry. I think you can do great things for your community, but it's all in perspective. And, uh, it, and that's, that's what it's about. That's right. And I'm hoping everybody's ears perked up when you talked about the budget going from 250 to what you have going on, that's going to take it to yeah. 350 and percentage wise, that is huge. Yes. So, I mean, as you scale that if for a chamber, who may be larger, if you scale mm -hmm. that up to your side, I mean, tune in, you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> So our topic for discussion today, we're going to talk about partnerships with nonprofits and how that plays into your budget, like you kind of alluded to. But we'll get into this discussion as soon as we get back from this quick break. Are you looking for a year-round affordable and timely shop local campaign for your chamber or CVB? Look no further. Build a custom Eat Shop Play mobile app with App My Community by visiting appmycommunity.com slash chamberchat. App My Community mobile apps are not just simple membership directory listings. They provide many more capabilities to engage with your community. Provide your residents with a robust events calendar. Partner with a local fair, festival, or farmer's market to provide a schedule, map, and other resources to promote the event. Run a small business Saturday campaign any time of the year using built-in scavenger hunts. Allow your membership to communicate directly to their customers via push notifications. Your App My Community mobile app will be a unique member benefit, allow you to generate non-dues revenue with sponsorship opportunities, and best of all, provide a valuable resource to your community. Please visit appmycommunity.com slash chamberchat now to receive 10% off your first year of an App My Community mobile app. Chambers of Commerce have been around for over 400 years promoting communities all over the world, but today so much is found digitally that Chamber Nation believes it's critical that there is a custodian of local digital information. They believe the Chamber is in a perfect position to be that organization. 
Chamber Nation provides an amazing membership management system you use to manage the Chamber and the community. They also deliver a complete membership development system that they manage for you to be sure your membership community is fully documented for search and much more. Essentially, Chamber Nation delivers an entire membership support department, which is perfect for those chambers with a limited budget that needs to do more. With Chamber Nation, not only do you have a membership management system, but also a membership development system all in one terrific package. So save money and be impressed by visiting richardscalendar.com to set up a demo with their CEO or learn more at chambernation.com. All right, Gina, we are back. Um, so as we talk about nonprofit partnerships, why don't we just start by having you share what you're currently involved with and, and things that you're doing there at the Wyoming County Chamber in this realm? Sure. So back in uh, 2019, kind of, you know, the pre-COVID world, I was approached by the Wyoming County Community Alliance, which was a small nonprofit that received um, some funding from our local United Way. They received about $10,000 a year from United Way, and they really only ran one program um, and it focused on um, students and kind of helping students to um, engage in activities. Great program and I was really excited about it. Um, but really why they asked me to get involved was they were, their 501c3 was uh, kind of in jeopardy. Um, they were they were at a place where they didn't have a strong board of directors and they didn't really have a strong vision for the future of their organization. So they asked me to come in and do some strategic planning initiatives with them. And uh, fortunately for me, one of my chamber board members also sat on their board and he said, I think this is a real opportunity for chamber because we had been talking about getting our own 501c3 as many chambers are right now. And he said, I think this is an exciting opportunity for us to partner with this 501c3, get a lot of our things accomplished that we want to accomplish, but still have that 501c3 um, a little bit at arm's length. And so that's how that started for us, right? And um, and now we'll get into, I think, some of the, the bigger things that we're able to accomplish with, with that partnership. Yeah. So as you work that partnership, what is this, mm -hmm. the scope with what this mm -hmm. nonprofit, the, so the Wyoming County Community Alliance, what is it that they were doing? And then mm -hmm. in partnering with them, what was the chamber able to add and bring to the table to help further the mission and vision of the chamber as well? Sure. So in, in 2019, when I got involved, we were looking at creating um, the Alliance to be an organization that would really help other nonprofits in our community to grow. Um, in the chamber world, we spent a lot of time focusing on our, our businesses and there's this, this sector of nonprofits who, at least for my chamber, I didn't feel we're getting enough attention from us, right? They, they wanted or needed you know, training on how to do proper fundraising and those things. So that was our vision going into 2020 is that we would start setting up some trainings and helping other nonprofits. And um, 
the mission, let me just back that up a little bit. The mission of the Wyoming County Community Alliance is to create a healthy community, right? So it's very vague. Sounds like a chamber kind of. Which yeah. was perfect, <laughs> right? A- to get us, you know, to get that chamber and the alliance melded together. It was it was perfect for us. Um, so when 2020 started, um, you know, we were, you know, we were kind of in that mode of, all right, let's get some of these trainings scheduled that we talked about. And then as we all know, the world came to a screeching halt in, in March. And um, by about April, one of my fellow board members on the Alliance said to me, hey, do you think that that the Alliance could run a food distribution program? Because we are, you know, as in many communities, uh, food resources became very scarce. And I said, sure, the Alliance can do that, right? Um, Because we had the ability to filter in money as we were doing through the United Way with this other student project. So we started a food distribution program. And then we went on and then um, throughout COVID, other organizations approached us, the local um, 4-H group approached us and said, hey, 4-H has kind of shut us off for the year, right? Shut our funding off for the year, but we have students in our our agriculture program that have raised um, livestock and they normally sell them at the county fair. Well, there is no county fair this year, but these students have $800 you know, cows and pigs that they still need to sell because what happens is they sell the pigs, they get scholarship funding, and then those, then they use that scholarship funding to buy their animal for next year. And eventually they use that money to go off to college. So these kids are, they're entrepreneurs, right? These are the kids we want to invest in now. So they said, do you think the Alliance could help this livestock group, this Wyoming County livestock group? and be our pass through for the the auction of our animals and then pass through the money to the students as scholarship funding. And I said, well, sure, we could do that, right? You know, again, much like Chambers where, yes, yes, we can do that. Yes, we can help, right? Let's figure out a way. So by the, uh, by the end of 2020, the Alliance had also run a uh, restaurant workers relief program where we um, funneled money out to our, our restaurant workers who um, in the state of Pennsylvania, all the restaurants were shut down about three weeks before Christmas. So we had, you know, lots of, of moms without jobs um, three weeks before Christmas and, and they were feeling a little, a, a little down on their luck. We were able to give um, we were able to give forty um, families five hundred dollars um, in a very short time frame. Just again, get getting this money and kind of leveraging the chambers um, it, it, the chamber name in the community and saying we're partnering on this. We believe in this organization. This is a good cause. This is a this is an organization that you can give to safely and the money is going where we say it's going, right? So we did all of those things um, very quickly in 2020, which was great because we then got that notoriety um, of the partnership between the Chamber and the Alliance. And now going into 2021, we were able to step up our game 
and we have gotten in $170,000 for the projects that you talked about in my introduction, the student engagement. Um, we're continuing a food distribution program, um, realizing that transportation is a big issue for a lot of our families in, in our, our rural area. And then um, again, with economic and, and community engagement. So the chamber is going to run those programs, but the funding for those programs was donated by a chamber member through a um, tax credit program that is offered here in the state of Pennsylvania. So I'd encourage you all out there in chamber world to kind of look at those programs in your prospective states to see if there's anything like that. I think um, I was Googling the other day, I think Missouri has a similar program and I know a few others came up, but it's in our community anyway, in, in Pennsylvania, it's called the Neighborhood Assistance Program. Okay. And it allows for corporations to receive tax credits for their donations. So my $170,000 of donations was just leveraged by those companies receiving 75% tax credit on that donation. Makes it a right? little easier. Yeah. Yes. So so the ask is really right so much easier when you're saying all this money one is staying with a trusted entity right here in our local community, all of your dollars are going to an organization that you've believed in for years, right? And um, it's it, it's just been, it's been an incredible process for me to see, you know, of course, how you apply to for state funding is, you know, as anyone who's ever applied for state funding will tell you, it's a little tricky, right? So that process of applying for the state funding um, was very eye-opening and then kind of walking through those other pieces. And, you know, now we're at the point where, We've received the donations, and now we're going to begin implementing the projects. So do you know about how long the state tax credit program has been available? I don't. Um, it's an annual program here in Pennsylvania, so you have to apply annually for okay. those those tax credits, and you have to you know find your own donors. Um, but it's much like the education tax credits. Um, it Well... It's similar but different, right? Yeah. As our, you know, as many states do, they create these similar programs, but put their own little their nuances own in them yep. to make it, you know, to make it a little, little more difficult for everyone to understand. Um, but it's definitely a, a program I think work worth looking into because as I recruited, you know, I recruit my own donors, so that's what makes it different than the education tax credits. Is education tax credits all go into one pot? you know, someone else is working to recruit those donors and get that money in the door where this is, I'm recruiting my own donors. And that was a very valuable thing for me. And um, you told me before the recording got started that that Kyle Sexton had recommended that you talk to me. And uh, I, I just want to share this little chamber story because many of us know Kyle. And I was out with Kyle when I had my, my tier dues, right? Our chamber moved to tier dues and yeah. we were having those meetings. And I, I met with a gentleman in our community who's been a chamber supporter for a long time, owns many businesses. And we walked out of the meeting and I had gotten my big win from him. I had gotten my big yes. And Kyle, you know, was patting me on the back and he was all excited for me. And then he turned to me and uh, when we got in the car and he said, save that guy's phone number, right? Put his card in your back pocket for the big ask. 
because he's your go-to. He's the guy when you want something big, he's going to be at the table giving it to you. And sure enough, he funded $150,000 of my $170,000 project. Wow. So so thank you to Kyle, thank you, right? Kyle, yeah. <laughs> for giving me the um the encouragement, right, that I could ask that big and pointing out who to go to when that you foresight. have foresight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that was that was really exciting for me. So I'll share that with you that that maybe that's why Kyle connected us. That is neat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's coming to my mind is I mean you're having some great partnerships that seem to align very well with the chamber's mission. Um, mm-hmm. I know most chambers are not sitting around saying, what else can we do? You know? <laughs> so how do you, how do you manage it as you, as you run these additional um, programs, these partnerships with nonprofits, um, as far as bandwidth goes there in your office, your staff, um, versus with the nonprofits that you partner with, how much of it is on your shoulders, how much of it is on, on their side and how does, how do those relationships look? Sure. So I think every, every, you know, relationship is going to look a little different. Um, For us, the Alliance has no paid staff, right? So the staffing part um, does fall on our chamber, but that's again, where the, where the financial relationship comes in. So the Alliance has hired us, contracted with us to do that work for them, therefore enabling me to hire another person, right? To bring in, and I, and I do hope to bring in another person this year on our team who will help us facilitate this. Um, but I want to step back a little bit because, it, you know, you said you said a little bit that, right, creating more for me to do. All of these things are something that most chambers are already doing mm-hmm. or are feeling like I wish I could, right? I didn't take on anything um, that I didn't think we should be doing. Maybe with the maybe with the exception of our food distribution program, which was really just a a wild need for our community. Um, but that is a hundred percent volunteer driven, right? Yeah. We have you know um, my staff time on that is is pretty limited right now. Um, but everything else, our student engagement will eventually turn into you know, workforce awareness here. And that's something chambers are doing our economic and community development. I mean, if you're not at at those tables in your communities, you need to find a way to be. And for us, having the money, right, is is a way for us to call the right people to the table. And I think that was really important for us to, to kind of step up. So now my county commissioners are paying a little more attention when I say, hey, we need to do this in the way of economic development because I can leverage. And I can leverage now a lot of funding that they have, right? So they've already come to me and said, what else do you need, right? We have some funding. What else do you need, right? So that that makes it interesting. It's it's very much turned the, turned the chapter for me to, to put us, I think, to leverage our chamber where we should be in, in a, in a role of community leadership. There's that lesson from Kyle again, of, of seeing a couple steps ahead and, you know, being strategic with how you do these mm-hmm. partnerships to, 
to be able to have that leverage going forward and, and to develop more meaningful programs, even in the future that kind of sprout out of these things that you're doing now. So I think that's a, a very important distinction that you, you pointed out. Mm-hmm. Um, I know just a lot of times we look to simplify <laughs> our jobs instead of add to it, but every, you're right. Everything you're doing is adding to the greater mission of the chamber mm-hmm. and where you want to be, you know, few years down the road. So I think that's very good. Um, I'd like to ask if there's any maybe tip or action item that a chamber listening, maybe based on our discussion, maybe not, you know, something they can take to help elevate their chamber up to the next level. So I think my, my advice in that space, right, is to make sure that your board, as I said, again, it was my board member who came to me with the alliance and said, you know, hey, we can help them. And I think in turn, they will help us, right? And if he, if he didn't know what I was looking for, um, and, and many of you may be saying, well, my board isn't that engaged or my board doesn't really understand big picture. I didn't think my board did either, right? But it's those one or two little nuggets of people that that they're listening, right? Yeah. They're listening. And when the bulb lights up for them, they will take action, right? And and sometimes, right? Sometimes it's it's those off the wall ideas that are going to bring the big dollars to you, right? It's those, hey, let's let's build a strategic plan for this other organization that, that is essentially falling apart, right? Um, let's, let's help them with their strategic plan and figure out how we can partner. And I'm thinking, great, here's one more thing on my plate, right? And then I stopped and said, let me look at the big picture of this and let me really see how down the road we can really become a powerhouse. And I think that that's what has happened. Well, and there was something else that you had mentioned early in our discussion um, about that, about going into 2020 and wanting to do some of these trainings for Mm -hmm. other nonprofits in the community. Mm -hmm. And I think some chambers would look at that as competition. You know, why are you Mm going to go and and get the competition, the tips to be able to get those resources that you're after too in your community, Mm -hmm. but you obviously don't see it that way. And that, and, yeah. and I don't think that's the right way to, to look at it either is, as competition, yeah. because it's all for building the community. And if you can align some of those, you know, same missions and visions together to further the cause of the community, I think that's right on with what you're doing. I don't know if you have anything more you wanted to add to that. I meant to ask you about it earlier as a follow-up, but um, as far as looking at other nonprofits as competition. Yeah, I, you know, I've, I've never, you know, for me, I started in the nonprofit world, right? I started with um, places like the American Cancer Society and the Muscular Dystrophy Association. So I have a strong fundraising background. Um, and for me, when I look at other nonprofits in our community, I really look at, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe they are asking for funding, but they're asking for funding for their cause. And we're and and there's enough, you know, funding, if you will, you know, to kind of go around. And I think that when we do start creating that community over competition, right? That 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 community space where we're all working together. Um, you know, I think 
that that joint that unity really raises you know raises everyone up have you seen from the other perspective as you go to some of these nonprofits do they view the chamber at all as any competition have you experienced no. that no um, no, I don't think they do. I think they understand, you know, what our role is mm-hmm. and, and, um, the role we can play in helping them. So there are many nonprofits who, who come to me, who come to the Alliance and say, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm struggling to get funding in X area, right. Or I don't understand how I can apply for this grant. Right. And then you know, we help them in that space because again, I think a lot of times that funding is funding I'm not going to get, right? Mm-hmm. That funding is specific to veteran services or, um, you know, library education or funding, you know, yeah. it's not, it's not funding for me. And I think yeah. again, creating that, that better community for all takes our chamber and takes our community to the next level. Yeah, I would agree. So as we look to the future of Chambers of Commerce, how do you see the future of Chambers and their purpose going forward? Well, I, I, again, I think, and, and I think ACCE says, says this the best, is that, you know, Chambers are really poised right now, right, to be that, that center space that everyone can come to the table and realize that that the future is about about growth, that the future is about coming together and and uniting and bringing our community forward. And uh, that's really where I see Chambers. I think we need to continue to have an open mind and I think we need to um, continue to to grow and encourage um, our members at every level right to participate and allow their voices to be heard. I love that. And I, I think you're so right. ACC is right about being that, that same center. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when you look at a community, if you've got that division, you know, the polar opposites, all that does is pull your community apart. Mm-hmm. So how can you pull people together, be that, that center, that, that meeting place, that table where you can bring together both sides. It's so key to, to building a strong community. Um, well, Gina, I wanted to give you the opportunity to share any contact information for people who are listening, who might want to reach out and connect with you, maybe learn more about how you went about creating these partnerships, um, how you got the right board people on your board to, uh, <laughs> to help do this. What would be the best way for someone to reach out and connect with you? So I'm, you know, pretty accessible, right? So my email address is Gina, G-I-N-A at W-Y-C-C-C.com. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I've connected with uh, a lot of chambers. I'm also on Twitter. I don't use it very often, but I am there. Um, So I've connected with uh, chambers and colleagues from all across the country. And I I really, truly enjoy it. Um, My... I'm in my second year. I just finished my second year of IOM. I try to attend ACCE conference when I can. So I've met a lot of chamber colleagues and I'm always happy to connect and encourage each other because I do, again, I do really think it's about that collaboration. Absolutely. Well, I will get your contact information in our show notes for this episode, which will be found at chamberchatpodcast.com. 
slash episode 157. But Gina, I enjoyed visiting with you. You guys are doing some neat things there at the Wyoming County Chamber. And, and I think this idea of, of partnerships and really just having a model for someone to follow and, and mm-hmm. be able to do their own R&D and, and see how they can yeah. apply this back to their community. So thank you for sharing all this with us today. Well, thank you, Brandon, for having me on the show. If you are a chamber professional, please subscribe to Chamber Chat Podcast in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. When you subscribe to Chamber Chat Podcast, new episodes will show up in your podcast app each week as they are released. If you're finding value in this podcast, please leave us a rating and a review in iTunes. But most importantly, please share Chamber Chat Podcast with your colleagues that are in the industry. Would you be interested in creating even more value from the processes that you're already doing on a daily basis? Swipe It has been one of my sponsors for Chamber Chat from the beginning. Swipe It provides credit card payment solutions that will save your chamber up to 40% on your processing fees, and Swipe It can integrate your credit card processing seamlessly into your existing membership software. Swipe It does not charge chambers to switch, and they will make switching simple. In addition to these savings, Swipe It has an affinity program for Chambers of Commerce, so you can earn more non-dues revenue to support your budget. Learn more about Swipe It by requesting your free cost savings analysis and become more profitable today by visiting chamberchatpodcast.com slash cc, as in credit card. Again, that's chamberchatpodcast.com slash cc, and you can join many other chambers as you begin swiping with Swipe It.